you and your sass so we're just gonna start now you'll never catch me <laughs> welcome to honey do me i'm Cass. i'm emma and this is the best day of my life <laughs> but you're so funny when you're sassy i'm angry you're today. always quick-witted oh thank you but when you're in a feisty mood you're you just pull the funniest shit out of your ass. It's Thank you. so funny. Sorry to my husband, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Talking about pulling things out of your ass today. I pulled out my husband, apparently. No, <laughs> topic. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We're talking about fisting. You know? The good the old, the old one-two. <laughs> we did not talk about double fisting. Did we? Um, our guest mentioned it once. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was curious. Yeah, we'll just introduce them now. Uh, we have on Dr. Liz Powell, mm-hmm. and they are just a genius fister, but <laughs> I imagine at a million other things as well. Yeah. Uh, but they really laid down the law when it came to fisting and, and opened who knew there up. there was a law? <laughs> who knew there was? <laughs> Mama There's didn't a- know. <laughs> but there is. There's a law book. Yeah. On it. And Dr. Liz wrote it. <laughs> Dr. Liz wrote it because they've fisted a ton. They're not just yeah. someone who has like expert tips or healthy mm-hmm. tips, which they do mm-hmm. on like how to do this properly. They are an avid fister, mm-hmm. a size sovereign, someone mm-hmm. who enjoys the fullness of a fist yeah. in a hole. You really just summed that up beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, what can I say? What are your general thoughts on fisting? Maybe uh, preconceived notions before we recorded this beautiful episode. I thought it was like a joke. Okay. I thought it was like a... <laughs> You're joking, right? You're <laughs> joking. Fisting is a joke. No, that's what I thought. I thought it was like one of those things that people just joke about that aren't really mm. physically possible to do. Mm-hmm. And... Um, like putting your old fist in your mouth. Yeah, except I've seen you do that. I've, I can't do the whole thing. My mouth is tiny. I know, but I feel like I've seen you try. I also have tiny hands. Really hard. Okay. Well. Um, and I just. Wait till you see me try other holes. <laughs> oh. My, my. Um, you're getting a little red. <laughs> it's the light. It's the light. It's the neon it's light. It's the neon lights. Um. And I just also didn't understand like how it could physically be possible. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I think I thought it was like a very porny thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was for the dramatics, mm-hmm. the effect. Dramatics. Um, but yeah, after the practice episode, effects. I learned I'm just not well versed in anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, much like everything that shocks us at mm-hmm. first. We had an, a wrong idea of how it could actually happen. Yeah. And newsflash, you don't just like punch a fist right into someone right you, away. You could. You could. If they're warmed up. If they're warmed up. But yeah, that mm-hmm. is not the whole, Mm-mm. not even half the thing. <laughs> so it's just, it was really cool. Do you think you'll try it? <laughs> Let me think. Um, no. But mm-hmm. there are a few tips actually that Liz mentioned that I would incorporate to my next like fingering sesh, which I okay. can mention later after the yeah, episode. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. But there were a few things that Liz mentioned that I feel like would do well with your average fingering sesh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What about you? I don't know. I am, um, you'll hear Liz talk about size. I don't know that I am necessarily a size queen or a size sovereign. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't know. I think I'm really sensitive yeah. <laughs> to touch. Mm-hmm. And just that is, a, it's a, that's intense. Yeah. Um, but it was super interesting learning about it. Yeah. I'm not going to say never. Because honestly, when we started this podcast, I said yeah. never two things I have Lots done many That a time. you enjoy, you have yeah. toys for. <laughs> that I, yes. That you I, incorporate I'm a now. connoisseur of. <laughs> um, that my yoni craves. Yoni craves. And your butt sometimes. And, you know. <laughs> Sucks it right in. What can I say? Notoriously loose asshole right here. Yeah, and who would have thought you would have said that three years ago? I I didn't know. You didn't even know you had a loose asshole. I didn't know I had a loose asshole. Um, It's all the big poops over the years. (laughs) 
I mean, thank God for you explaining that. We were all curious <laughs> how for we got here. Okay. <laughs> um, that's great. I mean, that's the only because there hadn't been anything going in before. Oh, no, yeah, we get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we understand how we got here. I just want you to understand where my sphincter is coming from. <laughs> sphincter. My sphincter is sphincting. <laughs> Regardless, I love being shocked. I love mm-hmm. learning. And I love Do you just love learning? I love is learning. Is 2023 the year of learning things? Yeah, I'm in my era. I I mean, there's just so much that you can learn about things that you never thought you'd be interested mm-hmm. in, and this was one of them, and I love talking to people who are passionate about things that like yes. I've never done. Absolutely. So. Um so we'll see you on the other side of this yeah. gem. Of an episode, this sex fist size fist of a this fist size of a gem. I don't know. Fuck yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 (laughs) All right. So I am Dr. Liz Powell. I am a psychologist. I'm the author of the book Building Open Relationships, which is a practical how-to guide for non-monogamy. And I also do a lot of sex education and coaching work. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I read a fun little article and you were quoted in it and it was about fisting, just some light reading at work. Um, (laughs) And we realized we have no fucking idea what fisting is and if it's even a real thing. So can you please help us and explain what is fisting? Sure. Fisting is whenever you insert your entire hand into the body of another person. Body of Christ. Uh, so... <laughs> right. The body of Christ opens to receive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fisting, I think, is more prominent in queer circles than it is in straight circles. So in lesbian communities, there's a whole lot of vaginal fisting. In gay communities, there tends to be some amount of anal fisting that happens sometimes. Different people have different preferences. It is absolutely a real thing. Um, And I think that in a lot of ways, it is very intense, but less intense than a lot of people think it would be. Um, When you think about someone sticking their entire hand inside of you, it sounds like a ton, right? Like that sounds like so much. (laughs) But if you like hold up your hand with like your fingers up and your thumb tucked into your fingers and just kind of squeeze around where your knuckles are as your hand is relaxed you can see that actually your hand is fairly bendy, right? Like stuff moves around and that's what makes it easier to insert when you're fisting. The fact that our bodies are designed to kind of like move and bend and and go into different shapes makes that insertion a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense because when I put, you know, my hand the way you were describing and not just in like a straight up fist. Oh yeah, no. But when I put it that way, I'm like, I've put bigger stuff in all my holes than that. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. Usually for insertion, you do that kind of like fingers up, thumb tucked in because it Mm -hmm. creates the smallest insertion circumference and diameter that you have. And then once you're inside of someone, you can close your hands into a standard fist. Usually you tuck your thumb inside just because like fingernails are scratchy and pointy Mm -hmm. and bad inside orifices. Um, And so tucking the thumb in keeps it nice and smooth and safe. Some people never even close their fist. Sometimes it depends on which time you're either fisting or being fisted. Because, you know, as with any sort of sexual interaction, just because yesterday you took your biggest dildo from Bad Dragon doesn't mean you can do it today. Uh, bodies change, right? Some days we're feeling very generous in terms of what we can give or receive. Some days we're feeling a little bit more petite in terms of what we're down for. And uh-huh. so with fisting, it's just an extension of any kind of hand fucking. You know, if you've put your fingers inside of someone or had someone put their fingers inside of you, it's just going to all of the fingers rather than stopping at like two or three. Gotcha. And so you did mention that you can fist a butt. Can you also make the fist, actual fist in a butt? I didn't know if there's that much room in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So Most of the tissues in our body are remarkably stretchy. Uh, Vaginas are a little bit easier to fist because, you know, they're designed to push a baby out. Mm -hmm. So they're designed to be able to 
have something far bigger than any person's fist <laughs> come out of them. Uh, so they are like built for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, I know some folks who uh, either themselves before they gave birth did a lot of fisting to help prepare their tissues mm-hmm. to stretch properly or who as doulas recommend it to a lot of their clients because it helps stretch the perineal tissue and prepare the external portion of the vagina to stretch appropriately so that when the baby comes out, it doesn't create as much of an issue. Um, the anus can absolutely be fisted. People can take two fists in their butt at the same time. Like really? it's amazing what you can put in it if you train it and you're used to stretching it. Right. Um, yeah. So Whoa, there's all, that's incredible. This that's is the way, your brain like, there's too. a lot of, there's a lot of ways people do it, right? Like oh, there's a that lot. Looks better. Um, <laughs> like a yeah, diving. To, to insert, you would like <laughs> double, you would do the same like fingers and then double together. Sometimes uh-huh. they'll like put it in on top of each other and then rotate around. Like a little um, turtle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like a little turtle. Yeah. But with, with the thumbs tucked in. Cause yeah. boy, with those thumbs. <laughs> would they well, catch? If you try to insert like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> it on the ring, right? Um, but the, the, the sphincter muscles are what creates a little bit more challenge with fisting when you're doing Mm -hmm. anal, uh, because those sphincter muscles want to stay closed, uh, with practice, they get more used to relaxing the person who has the sphincter gets more used to relaxing them. And, uh, it's a little bit more of an initial kind of hurdle to get over in order to get through it, which is like. And I'm sure we'll talk about this. The biggest hurdle in any fisting session almost always is getting over the knuckles the first time because that's the hardest part. It's the widest part. It's the boniest part. So that's often the hardest portion of the insertion is getting past the knuckle ridge. And so when you're dealing with a sphincter, the anal sphincter that wants to stay very tightly closed, that can be a lot more difficult to get through because you have that hard bony part that wants to stretch it very wide And that muscle is trying to keep more tightly closed. But you absolutely can fist anally. A lot of people, particularly, again, in the gay men's community, do it. Um, And the anus is actually an interesting one to fist because with the vagina, it's a closed system. It's a cul-de-sac, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a cervix on it, but the cervix doesn't actually open no matter how much hot porn we read on AO3. (laughs) Um, But with the anus... You're a donut, basically, like your mouth to your butt is one long tube. And so you can go really deep into someone anally. You can go like up to the elbow pretty easily. They sell like latex gloves that are designed for that so that the person doing the fisting can have coverage all the way up to their elbow. That's so elegant. Uh like Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. (laughs) You would look like Audrey Hepburn with some really good lube. Yeah. Yeah. It also reminds me of those gloves you put on to dive into a cow. Yeah, oh, same mm-hmm. idea, basically. And in fact, a lot of people who do fisting, especially those in the porn industry or those from like back in the day before there were so many high quality lubes available, would use J-Lube, which is an agricultural lubricant. It's designed for things like when you have to check what's going on inside your cow. I thought you were going to say and a lot of people who fist are farmers. <laughs> the so look, farmers get into freaky shit, right? Like yeah. the stories you will hear from people who grew up on farms. Amazing, right? Absolutely. And not quite, yes. And also uh, not quite. So unless you want it to hurt, should fisting mm-hmm. be pretty painless? I think that there's, it should be painless and there is a stretch involved, right? Mm -hmm. The same way that stretching a muscle and pulling a muscle feel different. When you are fisting, you're asking the tissues to stretch beyond where they often do. And so there is that sensation sometimes of a stretch. Uh, A lot of ways that you can help with that are doing stimulation on the clitoris or the penis uh, to help kind of get the muscles more excited and more filled with blood because that makes them more flexible, right? When our tissues are less filled with blood, if you have a vagina, it's more prone to tearing. It makes the tissue a lot thinner. Whereas when they're engorged, they're a lot more flexible. They're able to take more stimulation of different kinds. Um, And it makes it a little bit softer feeling in terms of receiving it. It shouldn't be painful, but it is intense is the way that I would say it. Um, And I think that for a lot of us who enjoy being fisted, the intensity is a benefit, not a downside. Uh, Like I am a very serious size sovereign. I love big. It's my thing. And so uh, I love fisting because it's this amazing kind of stretch that it's hard to get from any other like you're never going to find a bio dick that is as big as a fist. Mm -hmm. Right. And 
toys are great. I love toys, but silicone doesn't feel the same as someone's body, right? Like there's an intimacy to having a part of somebody's body inside of you. And fisting gives you that like very large insertion experience along with the intimacy of it being another person's body that's going inside of you. Right. That makes sense. And also size sovereign is a very fun uh, title to hold. <laughs> I, I came up with it recently because like I'm a non-binary person and I'm okay with calling myself a size queen, but there needs to be a gender neutral version, right? Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> Sounds more mystical too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so those things that you just pointed out about getting a little bit more excited sound like prep. So is there any more yes. prep that we could be doing um, like I know with butt plugs, usually it's good to work yourself up in size mm-hmm. over a series of sessions. So is there <laughs> anything else that we should be doing before we're fisting? So a lot of this depends on your body, right? I think that if you have a body where the muscles of the area you're wanting to get fisted are tighter, mm-hmm. then spending more sessions helping them learn to relax, helping yourself learn to relax with them because a lot of times when we're having tight musculature in the pelvic region it's either because like number one we spend all of our days sitting which is really bad for our pelvic floor muscles and creates a lot of excess tension uh, or it's because we are feeling nervous and anxious about it and nervous energy anxiety actually translates to a lot of clenching in our pelvic floor region Mm. so the more you're able to relax yourself the easier it will be to stretch to receive a fist or to receive any kind of penetration really um lots and lots of lube find a lube that works well for you uh i think for the person who is doing the fisting gloves are excellent uh not just because of like sanitary reasons, but because they smooth out the surface entirely. Uh, If you get nice nitrile gloves, what I recommend for any kind of insertion play, but particularly any anal insertion play, even just fingering and definitely for fisting is turn the glove inside out before you put it on because the outside of the glove has a texture to allow you to grip things more easily. Whereas the inside of the glove is silky, silky smooth. So it has a much smoother sensation going into somebody. Um, Lots of lube, work it up slowly, right? Have a lot of fun with it. Communicate with each other about it, right? This is something fun and hot and sexy that you're doing with somebody who hopefully you're enjoying doing things with. So like really pay attention to each other, have some communication. I think a lot of us, uh, particularly those of us who aren't like in like sex party communities are less comfortable explicitly telling our partners what we want during sex and Mm -hmm. saying like, hey, give me another finger or like, Ooh, let's just stay right here for a bit. I just want to feel this, but like having ways that you can help yourself feel comfortable communicating about, give me more, let's stay here, take a pause so that you can make sure that it's working for you. The more that you feel like you are able to be in control, you are able to be comfortable and safe, the more likely it is that your pelvic floor region will relax and make fisting much easier for you. Mother's Day is around the corner, and whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower, and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days, and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O-S-E-A. Malibu.com and use code D-E-W-M-E for 10% off. Uh, Another thing I recommend, again, is is like stimulation to other areas. If you like having your chest played with, do it. If you want to make out, 
do it. Like if whatever works well for you, a lot of people like using a wand vibrator while they get fisted because that clitoral stimulation helps again, keep the tissue engorged, keeps you turned on, which makes you more receptive for penetration in general. And so that makes it a lot easier to receive. Um, if you're into BDSM or kink and part of it is like receiving pain helps your body go to that like sort of meditative state that could be good for you too. So whatever it is that helps you feel more comfortable in your body with the person you're playing with more like you're able to relax and just be present in it. Like this is a great time for everybody to practice being their like inner pillow princess, right? Just Mm -hmm. laying back and receiving all the good stuff, not needing to give back, having a good time. Like this is what the kind of mindset you need to be in. Um, A lot of people will uh, choose to use substances as a way to help ease something like fisting. And like there are pros and cons to any substance use, right? Mm -hmm. When we are either like slightly intoxicated on alcohol or marijuana or like in the gay community, a lot of folks use poppers, uh, which is amyl nitrate. When you inhale it, it actually uh, helps your smooth muscle tissue relax. So uh, the anal tissue is part of your smooth muscle tissue. Your big muscles are not smooth muscle tissue. Your smooth muscle is the hole through your middle. Uh, if we think of you as a donut. Ah. So Uh, poppers are a generally illegal inhalant that (laughs) relax your smooth muscle tissue and make you extra horny for a short period of time. Uh, if you do too much of them, they can cause brain damage. So again, pros and cons for everything. Mm -hmm. The thing about substances is that if you don't know yourself on that substance very, very well, it's easy to end up like going further than you might otherwise would or agreeing to things you might otherwise not or ending up feeling much more mixed about the experience the next day. And so like use substances in a way that feels okay for you. I generally don't recommend doing something for the first time on substances for kind of anything because you're not as present to yourself. You're not as present to your partner. And that's really important when you're exploring new territory But if what you need is like a couple of puffs on a vape in order to help you get out of your head a little bit, like this is not a judgment zone, you know, make your own judgment calls. Uh, I think, too, that it's really important that you kind of the mental prep for it is about letting go of the expectation that it has to happen. Uh, I've been fisted a bunch of times and I've fisted people a bunch of times and there are still times where I'm like, Ooh, I really want to get fisted tonight. And then somebody's going for it. And my body's like, Nope, not tonight. So if you're in this space of like success tonight is getting fisted, it's going to be much harder for you to just enjoy the experience that you're having. than if fisting is something that you're hoping is on the menu, but it's okay if the kitchen is out, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Just give yourself the space for it to be not an accomplishment you have to check off, but like something that would be fun to play with if everything goes right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think also for mental prep, figuring out like what you might need for any kind of aftercare, because it is often a very intense experience, you may need more aftercare or different aftercare than you usually do during sex. And so just think about like, if you're feeling really vulnerable afterwards, if you're feeling really overwhelmed, if you're having trouble finding your words, what is it that you might need in order to help yourself during or after that experience? Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing in terms of like aftercare, uh, For people with vulvas who have gotten fisted, it's often really nice afterwards to have like very firm pressure on the entire vulva region. And so you can just like, if you're the person who did the fisting, take your whole hand, put it over the entirety of the vulva and push in with way more weight than you think you can. Like you can lean on that. Like you are leaning for your life. It is, you can put (laughs) tons of pressure on that area. And when it's been super engorged with blood flow, that pressure helps to kind of get the blood flow cleared out. It helps to relax people and it can feel very grounding for the person who just got fisted. I had no idea it could take so much pressure. Yeah. Oh, but I... so much. Try it the next time you're playing with someone. Have them just like, like after you've had a really great orgasm, have them just like put their entire hand on your on your, your vulva, press real hard into it and you'll see what I mean. Because it's 
like the first time I had it done to me, I was like, this is great. Why don't I do this more often? Like, this is exactly what I need. That's wonderful. I never would have thought of that. So I I feel like we've talked about aftercare before and Mm -hmm. we've even had an episode on aftercare and it was great. But I love specific suggestions like that because Mm -hmm. it's hard to think in the moment when I'm already feeling vulnerable Mm -hmm. to like, I don't know, find somewhere in my brain that knows what I want. Just (laughs) lean the fuck in. Yeah. Like you're holding up a fence post and just... (laughs) Yeah, like seriously, though, like, seriously, like, <laughs> it's way more pressure than you think. Uh, but it's, you know, weighted blankets are really popular right now for mm-hmm. a reason, right? The human body in general, when it feels squ- like squeezed in a way that is good, it helps relax our body. It helps us change from uh, the activation of our sympathetic nervous system, which is our like our flight or flight system into parasympathetic activation, which is your like rest, relax kind of system. And so pressure in general does that. And if you've just had a very intense experience on one part of your body, specific pressure there can help give that same experience. Mm-hmm. And like, also overall pressure a lot of times after intense sex of any kind I'll have the person I was playing with just lay on top of me because it feels really nice to get kind of like crushed back into my body you know uh totally if I've been flying super high I need to get squeezed back in (laughs) absolutely I love I love when someone lays on me (laughs) getting crushed back in I love that me too (laughs) this might be a silly question but can you fist yourself yeah, absolutely. Really? A lot of people okay. do. Um, it's so the people who are very, very into fisting will often like figure out the angles to fist themselves. The biggest issue with fisting yourself mostly is angles. Mm-hmm. Um, because depending upon the shape of your body, how flexible you are, like how your stuff works, you may have to like use pillows or stuff like liberator wedges to kind of like put your body into a position where you can simultaneously be relaxed and get your whole hand inside of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, People in the porn industry or who do camming have often done more of the like work to self fist because it's something that can get them like a very niche audience that is willing to pay for that kind of content. Um, but you absolutely could do it yourself at home. It's just going to take some practice to figure out like how you need to position yourself in order for it to work. Right. Oh, I just remembered another prep thing. Um, taking a warm bath is actually really good. Uh, warm baths tend to relax us mentally and also physiologically and in terms of our tissues they help the tissues kind of relax uh any places that we're holding tension tend to relax when we're in like hot water for a fair amount of time it's why like hot tubs are really great so if you can do a warm bath to help your tissues relax as well that can help you also be more receptive you can always get me into a tub so if it helps with prep (laughs) i'll do it if it helps loosen my asshole (laughs) i'll get in that tub And again, like you have so much flexibility in these tissues. I have personally had an experience where someone had their entire hand inside of my pussy and four fingers inside my ass. And we almost got the fist in there. It was so close. And oh, like, shit. there's so much more space in there than you think there is. They, there's a lot of ability to stretch. Holy moly. Could you feel each other? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's nice. really cool. Well, Cause it was, they were using both their hands. Right. right. And so like, it was it was a great experience. It was a good time. That's amazing. I feel like uh-huh. one of and correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like one of the benefits of fisting is that you have more control over your whole hand than you do maybe like an individual finger or just two fingers. You know what I mean? Mm. I just feel like there's more dexterity. Yeah. There can be part of that. I think I think most of the appeal of fisting for most people is again the like size of penetration, that okay. it is a very intense large experience but you absolutely can do a lot of interesting things inside with your fist right like moving your fist to different positions inside of someone will hit different spots you can give someone a super intense g-spot experience and you can try it with the back of your knuckles you can try it with like your index finger ridge there's a lot of different ways that you can angle your hand to create different experiences 
And you can try different motions as well to see what the person likes. Some people hate any kind of twisting motion. Some people love it. Mm -hmm. Some people love what we call punch fucking, which is where you take the entire hand out and put it back in. Sometimes in that like extended fingers position, some people it's like a full closed fist can just go in and out and they're happy to do it. Um, so there's a lot of variety in terms of what you can do. I think that in terms of dexterity, in a lot of ways, you probably have slightly more dexterity and control when you're using like two or three fingers than you do with your whole fist. Just because when you have that much inside, there's a lot of, uh, there are certain things that are cut off to you in terms of like how much you can change what you're doing. You could theoretically open your whole hand inside of somebody, but because your fingers are fairly pointy, mm -hmm. it would probably end up hurting more than feeling good. Okay. Right? That was and my so next question. <laughs> when you have like part of the reason why for most people, two fingers feels better than one is because two fingers is far less pointy in terms of how you experience it. Right. Like those two fingers held together, create a kind of broader, flatter surface than if you're using just one, which is just like, like a screwdriver jamming in there. Right. So when you have the whole fist, in order to create like a nice surface, you end up usually closing your fingers in at least to some degree. And so since most of our dexterity comes from like the external portions of our fingers rather than the parts that are closer to our hand or palm, there are some things that are going to be less easy to do, but you still have a ton of options. So less sense. like a fish flopping around inside yeah. open hand. I think less <laughs> yeah, like I that. Mean, yeah. Because again, if you think about like the toys that feel good inside of you, right? They mm -hmm. tend to have a certain roundness. They tend to have a certain smoothness to them, right? Like if somebody bought you a toy that looked like this, like your flat mm -hmm. hand, just like flat, 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 <laughs> getting it in would be a nightmare. Feeling it in there would be a nightmare because it's Ugh. poking in weird ways. Like it should have like some width to go with it. It's either like a it. super flat <laughs> thing or yeah. a super mm -hmm. like tall thing. There's no, It doesn't make sense, right? Like that's not how our holes are shaped. That's not what they like to feel. Mm -hmm. um, if you do like that, not judging, right? Like everybody's got their own thing. But for most of us, we don't like the feeling of like a paddle hand <laughs> jamming in. Slapping jamming around. Of us. Yeah. Yeah, and probably like, not. Right, like, like the Kung Fu hand just doesn't seem like it's going to be a pleasure experience. It's just. Just like only twisting in 90 degree angles. Just all the way around. Depends it's just on ridges. It's just bones everywhere. <laughs> just oh, bones. bones everywhere. <laughs> this is just an exam at that point. That's true. We love to get into logistics because we want to know exactly how to do things. Can we start off with positions? What mm. are some good yeah. positions for fisting? So uh, a lot of people who are being fisted like to be kind of laid out on their back. To make it extra comfy, it can be nice to have a pillow underneath your head and then a pillow or two underneath each of your knees so that your legs can kind of lay open like butterfly style without having to like stretch your inner legs too much or like use too much musculature to keep them closed. So like creating a nice like supportive nest for someone on their back is often really good. Um, some people like to be on all fours or like ass up, head down when they're getting fisted because that positioning creates a lot of openness throughout the hips, right? So if you think about like how deep someone gets when they're fucking you from behind, right? Similarly, that would help open up your body in a certain way so that fisting might be easier to receive. It's more strenuous in terms of holding the position unless you use something again, like a liberator wedge or a big stack of pillows to help support your body. And I strongly recommend that in general, right? Like number one priority for any of the positioning is like making sure that the person getting fisted is going to be comfortable to be in that position for however long y'all are going to be playing. So like lots of support, lots of nice soft things, like make sure that their body is able to be comfortable. Uh, take care of that first. Uh, some people will do other positions, but for the most part, when I see people do fisting, it's either laying on their backs or like all fours or like ass up, head down. That's kind of mm -hmm. usually how it goes because any more creative positioning starts to get into things that will cause more issues for fisting. Mm -hmm. Like if you're doing any kind of like squat position, right? The muscles that you use to squat are in your pelvic, like connect very strongly to your pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. So 
that's going to make it a lot more challenging for you to be able to relax your pelvic floor to receive the insertion. Uh, if we're thinking about like standing up again, you're having to keep your legs engaged, your glutes engaged, your posterior chain also connects to your pelvic floor can make it more difficult to relax. So the more that you can take weight off of your body and allow yourself to be supported by something else, the easier it's going to be. Right. That makes a ton of sense. Mm -hmm. I also was thinking like, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) Just give me room. The, the swings that hold your legs open. Uh, I wonder if that one. Swings are great for that. Yeah. Okay. Especially again in the gay community, People fist their their brains out on swings all the time. It's great. Uh, There's your TikToks. (laughs) You know, sex swings in general came from mostly the gay community, uh, and it was a way to create easy positioning and access for using often anuses, which are, again, more difficult tissue to get relaxed. So they're very much created to allow a variety of positioning, allow adjustments so that someone can be very comfortable in that position. Most people don't have sex swings at home, and a lot of the ones that you can get that are like cheap over-the-door ones may not be as good for fisting as they are for other things. Tend to be ones that are like fun novelties more than like highly supportive kind of experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, The sorts of sex swings that would work really well for fisting uh, are the kinds that you would get at specialty stores like Mr. S Leather where it's like a larger canopy designed to support the full upper body. It's got nice heavy duty straps for the ankles so that there's like a way that the entire body is able to be supported in a really like nice, comfortable way. Mm-hmm. And ones that are like a couple of thin straps that like go like one under your butt and then like one under your back, that's going to get so uncomfortable so fast. Yeah. <laughs> so again, Usually fisting is not a quickie thing. You're usually not like in and out in five minutes. This is usually something that takes a while to like get you open. And then like when you've done all that work, you don't want to just pull out right away. So like you're going to be there for a little while and then you're going to have some aftercare. So you might be in that position or in that apparatus for half an hour, an hour more. So pick things that are going to feel comfortable for that longer period of time. Yeah. I'm definitely doing the on my back one if I were to do it. Mm -hmm. That's how I prefer to do most sex things. (laughs) Just being on my back. (laughs) Part of why I like on my back to receive fisting is because I also get to see the person who's fisting me. Mm -hmm. And it can be such an intimate experience to have someone's like entire hand inside of you. And so being able to see them and connect with them and like have them look in your eyes as their hand slides into you is such an amazing thing to experience. And it's easy for communication. They're able to see like how your face looks so they can tell if it's time to like do more or less. It gives you a lot more communication options. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Insertion? Yeah. Yes. Is that where you were going? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're on the same page. Same how do you way. insert? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Uh, usually it is helpful to start with fingering. So like Mm -hmm. use two fingers for a while. And then when it feels like they're nice and relaxed and open, go to three. When they're nice and relaxed and open, go to four. And when you're at four, that's when you can start sliding that knuckle ridge in a little bit. Here's a big tip. Put a fuck ton of lube on the back of your hand because that back of your hand knuckle ridge, again, is the hardest part of the insertion. So you want to make sure it has tons and tons of lubricant uh, because it's it's naturally rough in terms of the biology and uh, it's often going against parts of the tissue that are particularly delicate. So you want way, way, way more lubricant on the back of your hand than you would do for normal hand play. Um, But when you have four fingers in, again, sliding in as much as you can all the way up to your thumb so that that knuckle ridge gets practice going in for both of you, right? So that you as the fister can practice relaxing your hand as you insert so that you're not creating extra tension in the muscles, which will make your hand wider. And that so the person that is receiving it can feel, again, those knuckles going in. It can kind of help demystify that part, make it less scary and intimidating. Uh, And it's like a really nice, like it's the sensation of it can be really, really nice to receive in terms of like that. It's almost like the head of someone popping in and out, right? Like that beautiful sensation that can be Mm -hmm. real, real nice. Um, (laughs) And then when four feels nice and relaxed and good to go, 
you can you can try tucking that thumb in and just start pushing in and don't push too too hard right like this is a point where it's really important to have a ton of communication about like more or less and if you are the person getting fisted this is your time to be the most demanding lover you have ever been. Like you are a hundred percent in charge and you need to be letting people know what's going on, particularly because if you try to push too fast, you can create tearing. So you want to be careful about how you're pushing and making sure that you're listening to your body about how it's feeling as it's going into you. But usually what will happen is you'll get up about to here and it feels great. Everyone's super happy. And then there's that knuckle ridge, right? What can be really helpful for getting over that knuckle ridge is timing it to an orgasm. So using clitoral stimulation, penis stimulation, whatever works really well to get someone to have an orgasm. And as they have the orgasm, their muscles are naturally going to be tensing and releasing, and that's a great time to slide on in. Okay. Way to use your body for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Biohacking. Bio- <laughs> biohacking. So you- My kind of biohacking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you went over it a little bit earlier. So what else can you do while you're the fist inside? You said the the punch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what so I'll so the punch go. is an advanced move, right? Like okay. this is like, <laughs> right? The, if you are someone who your your vagina or your anus is like super happy with this, it's like so ready to receive the fist. It goes in like butter. You might be able to work your way up to some version of punch fucking, which again I would recommend starting with the like fingers out kind of punch fucking, and then eventually trying the full fist punch fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, but. If you think about the anatomy of whichever hole you're playing with, whatever would feel good for you to play with with your fingers and your fingertips, you can figure out how to play with with different aspects of your hand, right? So like when you're inside, if you have your thumb tucked into your fist, you can create a nice ridge at the base of your thumb. You can create one where your thumb knuckle turns. You can also kind of like do the like politician point finger with your pointer <laughs> finger, right? And like use that to get spots. Uh, the top of your knuckle ridge, you can kind of like go back and forth over a G spot or a prostate. Uh, you can see some people really enjoy the feeling of like the base of the hand just kind of providing some like pulling out type pressure without actually pulling out at the like ring of either the vagina or the anus. Cause it can feel like, like if you ever had someone hook their fingers inside of you and then pull, it's that kind of sensation, but all around, which can be really, really nice for some folks. Mm-hmm. And also just, you know, again, if you would be hitting someone's G spot or a spot or their cervix or their prostate, you can do that with your fist and you can see which parts of your body feel good for them going up against those places. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like in and out motion, even if the hand isn't coming out, mm-hmm. some people don't, some people want you to like stay in place and either like tap on something. So you can think of like tapping on the G spot or the prostate mm-hmm. rather than like rubbing like you would with the come hither motion. Right. Uh, some people like kind of swishing back and forth. There's a lot of, some people like doing circles. So like you can try out different motions with your hand to see what feels good to the person receiving. Mm -hmm. And if you're the person receiving, you can, again, put on your like pillow princess toppy pants and be (laughs) like, okay, now do this with your hand and just show them what you want them to do. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my favorite lovers from the past, he wrote a book on anal sex. And so when I was playing with his butt, he would tell me what to do by just showing me, okay, now do this with your fingers. And it was so lovely as the person fingering someone to just be told exactly what to do because I didn't have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I could see that it was working. I knew exactly what to do with myself. Yep. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love being told. I love being given direction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If this will feel good, Mm -hmm. just tell me what to do. Exactly. Wow. That's so much more than I thought you could do with fisting. I think you just picture like the most ridiculous things because you're never really taught these, right. these types of, I don't know, interests, you know? Mm-hmm. So you just, you never know what sure. to picture. And you kind of answered it or, or you did answer it earlier. So the butt, you're a donut and you could go as far as you want, but. You go real far. The thing to keep in mind with the butt is that when you get out of the the rectum, right, you start getting into the colon. So there is like, like stuff wants to bend. And so if someone has a bend inside of them, 
don't try to force it straight out. Like that's not great. Um, but you can kind of like follow with it and like feel where people's stuff is and feel what feels good for them. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah. You can feel Mm -hmm. their insides. Yeah. So if you're going really deep into the butt, Mm -hmm. do you find poop sometimes? Yeah, you can. A lot of people who receive. (laughs) It's a serious question. So, so yeah, so totally good question. Here's the thing about, uh, again, so fisting in general, I think part of why we don't learn much about it for most of us is because it is, again, more commonly a queer thing. It is a thing that people in queer communities do a lot more often than people in straight communities. And so it is necessarily deviant and dirty and wrong. So we can't teach good people about it. Um, With people who receive deeper fisting in, especially the gay men's community, usually people who are going to receive a fist that's a deep fist will do a clean out beforehand where they put water up into their system, let it sit there for a while, flush it out, do that a few times so that they are, there isn't poop left in the system. And part of that is like cleaner for the person who's fisting you and for you and your bed sheets. But part of that is also that uh, any poop in your system when you're receiving any kind of like penetration feels a lot more abrasive. So it's going to feel worse for you receiving if there's poop in there than if there than if it's cleaned out to some extent. Mm-hmm. Now, anytime you're playing with a butt, there's a chance of poop. So if you are not okay with poop at all, don't play with butts. Yeah. Um, but like usually if you're going to be receiving a deep fisting, you do a deep clean out beforehand. And that takes hours. That's not a like 15 minute procedure. Right. That's a long <laughs> procedure. Not a shower. 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Or yeah. the Audrey Hepburn gloves. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you're nervous yeah. as well, the giver. You, usually it's both. So usually uh-huh. if you're going to be fisting deep, especially in an ANS, usually they use one of the long gloves. And usually there's a clean out. Mm-hmm. Um, because gloves help protect both people. Mm-hmm. Gloves make a smoother experience for the person being fisting. And they cover up any little cuts that you might have. Any bacteria that might have accumulated on your hand that could throw off your internal system, right? Gloves do a good job of keeping everybody's own specific individual biome to themselves, Mm. which can be really helpful, uh, especially when you're receiving deeper penetration. Totally. That makes a ton of sense. As the person being fisted, should, is there anything you can do like move with it or anything like that? You can if you want to. Again, the thing I would be aware of is that because what you're doing is stretching an area in your pelvic region, and for a lot of us, our pelvic floor muscles are ones that we don't have a ton of connection to often. We don't necessarily have a ton of control over. They're also the ones that are used in a large portion of our motion. If you think about what it takes, like if you've ever thrown out your lower back, right? and you realize exactly how much of your body and your motion uses your lower back, your pelvic floor is in that same general region. Mm -hmm. And so most motion that you do will end up engaging your pelvic floor muscles. And that can be good if this is something that you're really used to, but if it's something you're newer to, what it's probably going to feel like is a squeeze. So a squeeze on the person who's inside of you. And also for you, like all of a sudden it's much bigger inside of you. Mm -hmm. And That can sometimes be good, but sometimes what that does is start kind of like a panic spiral of like, oh my God, okay, I need to relax, relax, Mm -hmm. relax right now, where you kind of freak yourself out a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so like you can move. I would say that in my experience, at least, I don't usually want to move because like I'm coming super hard a bunch. And so I just want to lay there and come my brains out. Like I don't, I just want to be coming really hard (laughs) for however long it is. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah. I'll give you that. (laughs) So do you have any more during questions? I had a, what you just said about like that kind of panic spiral Mm. that you can go into Mm -hmm. because I can, and maybe I am just making up a scenario, but I feel like my butthole would get tighter (laughs) and then I would get scared. Like, is there ever a point Mm -hmm. when it would be hard to get back out? So this is the, the other big tip I have for fisting. When it is time to remove, have the person who has been receiving the fist cough because that will cause the muscles to naturally push things out. Okay. 
So you will work with your body instead of against it. That was my next question was Mm -hmm. removal. What if you toot? (laughs) Like it's coming out your butt. That's fine. Can their hand feel it? That could be like a jet pack, you know, getting it really. Your cough? Yeah, absolutely. You can feel it's... it is a very clear feeling of like, it is time to remove now. Like you can yeah. feel it pushing you on out. It's, it's very, yeah, it's very clear. What about a toot? <laughs> Could they, a hand well, feel that? I mean, I've had a hand feel a toot. <laughs> sure. It doesn't like, yeah. people fart during sex, right? Like mm-hmm. the thing about our bodies is that they are beautiful and wonderful. They're also disgusting. Mm-hmm. And so it happens. If you fart, whatever. Like if somebody is going to fist you especially in your butt and then be like, how dare you fart? Like, <laughs> fuck is that person's problem? What are they thinking is going to happen here? Right? You like, ignorant even slut. Even just the process of insertion and thrusting is bound to insert some <laughs> air into that hole. So like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Roll with it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine. It's okay. Uh, it's more important that you have a good time and that your body stays as like well-treated as possible than it is that you like, remain pretty and well put together and like all of those things that especially those of us who were raised as women and girls are like expecting ourselves to be right yeah if you're elbow deep in my ass I don't need to be pretty for you (laughs) right like at that point like you've been deep inside of me like why are we doing pretense anymore yeah if you're gloved up yeah and elbow deep (laughs) deeper inside of me than I will ever be yeah just physically can't so oh my gosh are there any other really important fisting tips or questions that we didn't ask that would be good to cover so i want to talk about like uh getting out of the anxiety spiral because Mm -hmm. there are so many ways that it can start something that is great about humans is that we have mirror neurons which help us mimic and experience what people near us are experiencing so if you are the top the person giving the fist and the person you are fisting starts to kind of like panic or get anxious, what you can do is put a hand on their chest, make eye contact, and start asking them to take a few deep breaths with you. And just taking a few nice, deep, slow breaths and creating that connection will help their body relax with yours, right? It will help them co-regulate so that all of that anxiety energy that's building up will be able to check in with you and be like, oh, this person's super calm. We're fine. Everything's okay. And then your brain and your body will remember to just relax again and let go of it. Uh, If you're someone who gets super anxious about stuff, whatever things help you get out of anxiety normally, you can probably also do here, right? If, If what would help you get out of anxiety is having a really hard orgasm, grab that vibe, go to town, get your brain cleared. I know for me, a good orgasm makes my brain like an etch-a-sketch whatever was there before it's shaken off we're good to go right clean slate let's start over um if you want some water you can make sure that there's water nearby so the person doesn't even have to pull their hand out to hand you your water that's part of why i love these little like travel cups that i use that have a lid and a straw uh, is because i'm a clumsy bitch who drops (laughs) things and knocks them over all the time but it's also because if it's on the bedside while we're fucking, it's really easy for one of us to grab and take sips from without any risk of getting ourselves or the bed wet. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to be worried about mess, have towels and baby wipes ready so that you're good to go. One of the things that uh, I got as a birthday present um, year before last, I think, maybe last year, uh, was a towel warmer that I have in my bedroom. So before I'm going to have hot sex, I pop some towels in there. And when we're done, we have nice warm towels to clean off with. It's the best thing in the world. Luxury. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Luxury. Um, and again, communicate a ton. Like, throughout this, even more than, like, I'm a huge fan of communication during sex in general. And With something like this in particular that is a more intense experience that tends to be edgier for most people, it is so, so, so important to just communicate clearly the whole way through. If you're someone who tends to struggle with being upfront and assertive about what you want and need, this can be a great opportunity to experience that, right? Make sure that your partner understands that, like, well, the person on the podcast said that I'm supposed to tell you what to do, so I have to do it, right? Like, whatever you need to give yourself permission to just tell people exactly what you want, exactly when you want it, 
like do that. And if you're the person who is fisting someone, remember that like this is an experience for both of you, but they're the one that's taking on a lot more of the vulnerability and the risk. Like your hand is going to be fine. (laughs) It is like worst case scenario is you two have an awkward moment and you go home early. Like that's, (laughs) that's kind of worst case scenario for you, right? Worst case scenario for them is like tears or bruising. Like it can be rough for them. So hold them with care, right? Remember that part of being a good top, whether that's in a kink or BDSM context or in a sexual context is being attuned to your bottom. The same way that like when we teach kids about consent, we say it's only fun if everybody's having fun. Same thing for fisting. If your partner seems off at all while you're doing this with them, just check in, right? Pull back a little bit. Let them be the one to ask for more. Uh, The first person I ever fisted, wonderful person, she is super assertive about it and be like, all right, how many fingers is that? Three, give me four. All right, no, we're ready to go for five. All right, push it all the way in as soon as I come, right? And it was great because it made it super easy for me as an early person to know exactly what was happening. Some people who are receiving will also like to grab the wrist of the person who's going to be fisting them so that they can help like guide them in at a time that feels good for them or like stop them when it's time so they can help like guide the process and see like how far in the person is going. Mm -hmm. So if that's helpful for you, do it. Mm -hmm. Just again, communicate, feel free to try different things. If you're like, this is probably weird, but I would love to X while we do this, just try it. Like who cares Mm -hmm. if it's weird? Sex is always weird. Like, (laughs) Our fun zone is right next to the sewage dump. Like it's, you know, it's all weird. Who cares? <laughs> That's really funny. That is absolutely true. Absolutely true. Those are perfect tips to end on. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that you encompassed all of our tips and added a few in there. So I think mm-hmm. beautiful. I need to share what came into my head when you were talking about um, finding something that helps you with your anxiety and bringing uh-huh. it into that scenario. Because the first thing that popped into my head was, oh, popcorn in a show. Yeah. like that's right. what I do and I totally. was just leaving their hand inside <laughs> that's of you that's what I was picturing though I the was picturing that stuff sex life comes out March 2nd no. like set yourself up in a pillow nest and get fucked while you watch Adam Damos be hot as shit yeah. uh you know I'm just saying like with that fucking schlong god just <laughs> damn I good god the first time I watched that series I looked like I paused the episode and looked up online like because this is real dick is this a real like, dick <laughs> god damn this is it is Woo! and she's with him in real life they know, like found each other as when soulmate. they started filming yeah she was married to somebody else and then divorced him and got with so she's just Adam acting Davis out the plot <laughs> is what's <Yes>. happening <laughs> I had no idea that's amazing and so much juicier than I thought. Wow. Uh, it's so hot. I mean, wouldn't you, if I had filmed that show with him, I'd be fucking him every day. Come on now. Good God. I'm so excited for that. And then you comes out, which yeah, is you a different. Was out today. Very different. Very different. It was out today? It's out today. Yeah. Very different. Well, we are exciting. recording this on February 9th, so. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. When you're hearing this, it's already out. Mm-hmm. Whoo. <laughs> Another drink. Yeah, grab yeah. your popcorn. Uh, I was at a sex party once where one of the people who w- we were doing like a beautiful like sapphic session where there were like nine of us assigned female at birth folks. And we would have one person in the center who everybody was playing with. And then when they were full, like they were done, they were finished. We would go ahead and take a quick break and then come back to whoever wanted to go next. And one of the people wanted us to feed her pie while she was getting hand fucked. And so we did. And it was great. Amen. That that's glorious. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That is the peak. That's when you know you made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, on- if you love chocolate, have a nice chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Have them feed you a piece every time you take another finger. Right? Like, do whatever you want. Have a good time. Have a good time. There you go. <laughs> that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Where can our listeners continue connecting with you after this episode? My website is drlizpowell.com. Uh, I have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash drliz. Uh, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at drlizpowell.
So are you a size queen, size sovereign, size, size king? sovereign? I don't think I could be. Mm-hmm. I also think I would start in that um, panic spiral that we talked about yeah. because I don't like, I think it would start to freak me out if I started to move and I felt the pelvic floor, like mm. clench thing that Liz was talking about. Mm. Um, but the tips that I think would be fun are like the knuckle mm-hmm. movements that Liz yeah. was talking about and how rubbing like G-spot areas and different areas of like, like the using vagina. using your hand. Yeah, using not the just. the full capacity of your uh-huh. hand. I think I could get to like three. I think that could be curious. It would depend on the hand. Yeah. For me. Also, my husband has relatively big hands. Mm. I was, after we recorded that episode, I when we were at home, I was just kind of looking at his hand and I was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I, <laughs> make a fist, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in your butt. Maybe. Although know. that is just crazy that you are a donut of your butt. Like I know. I did not think that it could be medically okay. Maybe it's maybe other doctors will <laughs> advise not to go as far as, you know, your elbow deep. I guess it depends about. on your arm too. You know? Correct. Yeah. Depends on your lengths. On your lengths. Your lengths, your strengths, and your weaknesses. <laughs> So thank you, Liz, mm-hmm. for being on the episode today. And thank you to our listeners for fisting it to the end. Yeah. Fist bump. Fist bump. Right? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, go ahead and share this episode with someone you think could use a good fist bump. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Good one. Pelvically or pelvically. anally. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And head on over to Apple Podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe to Honey Do Me. You can leave us a written review. Obviously, leave a hand. Yeah. <laughs> Any shape of a hand. Any whatever shape. you want. Um, and you can also rate us on Spotify. And I'm sure there's other ways to show us you love us. Mm-hmm. Um, so figure them out. Figure them out. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. that's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all she wrote. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.